Welcome back to Season 11 of the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast, where we connect the science-based evidence behind social and emotional learning and emotional intelligence training for improved well-being, achievement, productivity, and results using what I saw as the missing link since we weren't taught this when we were growing up in school, the application of practical neuroscience. I'm Andrea Samadhi, an author and an educator with a passion for learning, and launched this podcast five years ago with the goal of bringing all the leading experts together in one place to help us to apply this research in our daily lives. On today's episode, number 324, we continue with our 18-week self-leadership series based on Grant Upbeat Bosnick's Tailored Approaches to Self-Leadership, a bite-sized approach using psychology and neuroscience that we first dove into with our interview on episode 321. During this interview, I told Grant that his book contained a thorough and deep overview of the neuroscience of self-leadership, and I felt like each of the 18 chapters could be covered in 18 weeks. So I decided to set our season theme to the neuroscience of self-leadership that will be the focus until June of this year. My goal with each of these next episodes covered over the next 18 weeks is that the application of the neuroscience within each lesson will change us in some way, create new meaning, giving us new aha moments, and open up new portals of creativity that we can use to accelerate our results in 2024. But before we do this, I highly encourage you to go and take your own leadership self-assessment so you can see which chapters of Grant's book come out for green or important for you to focus on now, which chapters are orange and not as important, and which ones for you come out as red and lower priority. And as we go through these lessons, just keep an open mind to what it is that you might learn from these three areas. And some things to think about. Take notes of aha moments of learning from each lesson. Did something jump out as important in an area that was of lower priority? And be sure to circle or write out the new learnings from these lessons that you'll put into action to improve your results this year. Remembering it's not just about thinking in a certain way that will change our results, but we've got to take action with what we learn. And whatever concepts we learn within each chapter, I hope that the science gives you something new to help you to think differently this year and move you to greater heights with more momentum like we learned from Kurt Lewin's field theory last week. So for today's episode number 324, we'll be looking at chapter three, the neuroscience of inspiration and motivation, which came out as my highest scoring area on the self-assessment quiz. Grant opens up chapter three by saying, we cannot motivate others. We can only inspire them. Motivation comes from within and inspiration can come from anywhere, from within us, around us, and through us. Next, he says that inspiration is moving people or being moved ourselves to be excited about achieving something. It's about seeing or doing things differently or changing our thinking 
feeling or who we are now and for the future. Now, I'm looking at this chapter as one of the positive forces that can help us to gain momentum towards our goals, thinking about Kurt Lewin's field theory from episode 233. Using motivation that comes from within and inspiration to drive us towards our goals, I'm hoping this chapter will help us to uncover some new ideas that we can use to push us forward and help us to gain that feeling of momentum as we're in pursuit of our goals. Now, Grant asks us in the beginning of this chapter to think about what inspires you, people or things. And I find inspiration in both, and I use ideas from other people to help me to write these episodes, while also can gain inspiration from nature or being near beautiful places and buildings. Who inspires you and what inspires you? Next, think about why this person or thing inspires you. Does it give you more hope for the future or help you to see things differently? What else comes to your mind when you think about people or places that inspire you? Moving into the neuroscience of inspiration. Did you know that inspiring stories and images produce oxytocin in our brain? And oxytocin is the neurochemical that facilitates feelings of trust. Inspiration also produces dopamine in our brains, which is a neurochemical associated with motivation and reward. So think about this for a minute. Those people who inspire us, we will tend to trust more because of the neurochemical oxytocin that was released into our brain. And we covered the neuroscience of trust on episode 206, right before our interview with Greg Link, who wrote a book on this topic with Stephen M. R. Covey, the son of the late Dr. Stephen Covey. And his book was called Smart Trust, the defining skill that transforms managers into leaders. And Dr. Stephen Covey would say that trust is the highest form of human motivation. It brings out the very best in people but it takes time and patience. We also learned that trust frees up the brain for other activities like creativity, planning, and decision-making, which to me shows on a brain level why the act of extending trust is an act of leadership. Then we can look at inspiration that produces dopamine in our brain, and it's associated with motivation and reward. So people and places that inspire us can also motivate us, magnifying the trust we feel, and lead us forward. Now that's an aha moment of learning for me. Does the neuroscience of inspiration give you a whole new outlook on certain people and places in your life? Does it help you to understand yourself on a deeper level? Maybe you wondered, what is it about this person or place that motivates me? Or why do I feel trust towards one person and not another? And I do believe that trust is a feeling that can be felt, since everything going on inside is expressed on the outside. You can see and feel these vibrations and frequencies that we covered in depth with David Wong. And frequencies don't lie. I agree with Dr. Stephen Covey that this trust we feel through inspiration is a performance multiplier, which takes your trajectory upward for every action you engage in, from strategy to execution. And I think it's interesting to see how the chemicals in our brain draws towards certain people or places 
connected to whatever it is that inspires us. Now wait, there's more. We're not finished yet. Grant goes on to explain that the concept of neuroplasticity underpins inspiration and that neuroplasticity, the brain's ability to form new connections and reorganize itself as a result. Now through inspiration, our brain is literally restructuring itself as we connect ideas together to form new ideas. And the process of inspiration carves our new pathways inside the brain. So our brains are literally being changed by people or places that inspire us. They're not only motivating us, but these people and things like places or artwork or nature rewire our brain, helping us to form new ideas. And if you ask me, this is a key piece of information for us to understand if we want to be more innovative and creative this year and take our results to new heights. Grant's book in Chapter 3 dives deeper into motivation and inspiration and crosses into later chapters of the book. But for now, we'll end here and take the neuroscience of inspiration and see how we can apply it in our own life to help us to overcome negative challenge and create the momentum needed to reach heightened levels of performance towards our goals this year. So to put the neuroscience of inspiration into practice, step one, write a list of who inspires you and why. Do you feel trust with this person that could be a performance multiplier? Think about this, why or why not? Then think what inspires you and why. Do you feel motivation from places that we know can rewire our brain and make new neural connections? Step two, think of your brain being bombarded by oxytocin, the neurochemical that facilitates the feelings of trust, and then dopamine, the neurochemical associated with motivation and reward, and then the new neural pathways that are being wired into your brain with whatever it is you're drawing inspiration from. And step three, learn. What does this mean to you? Does it help you to make sense of your world in a new way? Does this connection to science help to motivate you in a new way, perhaps pushing you past some of the obstacles that once held you back? Does this new understanding energize you in some way or give you more self-awareness towards yourself and your goals? So my goal with these bite-sized chapters, connecting neuroscience and self-leadership to our daily practice, is that we begin to see how simple it is to connect an understanding of how our brain works to our best practices that we tap into daily, taking us to new heights. Applying the neuroscience of inspiration to my life, I can clearly see what's most important to me and why I'm drawn to certain people or places and how important it is for me to keep learning and applying what we uncover together on these episodes. So to review and conclude this week's episode 324 on the neuroscience of inspiration, we ask the question, did you know that inspiring stories and images produce oxytocin in our brain. And oxytocin is the neurochemical that facilitates feelings of trust. Inspiration also produces dopamine in our brain, which is a neurochemical associated with motivation and reward. Next, we put the neuroscience of inspiration into action in our daily life with three steps. Step one, 
Write a list of who or what inspires you and why. Step two, think of what's happening in your brain when it's being inspired by a person or a thing. It's being bombarded by oxytocin, which is why you feel trust, and dopamine is released, which will motivate you in a whole new way. And step three, learn. What does the neuroscience of inspiration mean to you? How can you use this understanding to help you to gain momentum towards your 2024 goals and push you towards higher levels of achievement? Once we have our list of who or what inspires us, and we can imagine the neural pathways in our brain making new connections, we just keep learning, growing, and moving forward with momentum in the direction of our goals. With each lesson we cover here, I'm hoping to show how we can gain the momentum needed to activate Lewin's field theory, and suddenly life becomes easier, the resistance fades away, and our goals or whatever it is we're working on are not far off in the distance, and they're within our reach. And this is when we know we can use our minds and the understanding of our brain to turn mind into matter and create our own futures by design rather than letting them happen by default. And I'll end with a quote to highlight the self-awareness that we'll build once we've implemented the lessons into our daily life, since our goal with this 18-week series is to help each of us to become more self-aware. The first and best victory is to conquer self, from Plato. And I hope the neuroscience of inspiration has helped you in some way to move closer to whatever it is you're working on this year. I'll see you next week with Chapter 4 on Mindfulness. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com. 